So Amitasan Prabhu asked uh, Brijendra Prabhu that what is this? Uh, he wears uh, some dark thread on on his leg. So what is it? This you are wearing. It looks very strange. So then Prabhu revealed, uh, uh, and it was uh, very surprising for me also. So Prabhu had some issue, um, some physical issue that is called navel dislocation, is there. So sometimes you know we uh, dance a lot in kirtans and otherwise also we go on lawn parikramas govardhan parikrama and many pilgrimages so it becomes little difficult at times the devotee cannot uh, dance cannot jump and he has to walk very slowly very cautiously and any time if dislocation happens then there is intense pain in the stomach and there is no cure allopathy does not know what to do anyway they will just <laughs> give you some antibiotics some medicines or they will suggest surgery this is what they do so in any kind of medicine he could not find anything he tried many many things for it then he told once when he was there uh, in the gurgaon center one of uh, the servants there he was going to his house and prabhu asked him why where are you going so he told no पेट खराब है थोड़ा वॉट पेट कैसा खराब है गुड़गांव में रह के तुम गांव जा रहे हो गांव में कैसे पेट ठीक होगा सो यू टोल नहीं नहीं अलग तरह का खराब है <laughs> अच्छा कैसा अलग देन एक्सप्लेन सिमिलर सिचुएशन रियलीम so he told for last 5 years i was using this tantra and it was perfectly all right nothing happened to me he told then what happened then i visited some crematorium and in crematorium the tantra breaks down so now again i am having this problem so i am going to rush to that person and i am very confident that he'll help me again so he told really is that the problem let me also come with you <laughs> i've been suffering from this issue for a long time so he told uh, Uh, no you need not come i uh, you just give me 200 bucks and i'll get get that tantra for you also you have to wear it and just don't visit crematorium in crematorium it breaks down so what is the science in crematorium it breaks down and anyway so then he got it for prabhu also and all the he was having very frequently such dislocations and problems but for last one year he is wearing and there is no problem at all so it is surprising <laughs> without uh, anything and uh, he was so much under trouble because of this and now it is perfectly all right so these are sciences so that is why it is told whenever you see any corpse even some people are carrying on the last for the last rites funeral procession then you have to take bath immediately you become contaminated simply by seeing that procession and if at all you happen to visit the last rites those last ceremonies definitely you have to take bath and actually people would not enter their houses because entire house would become contaminated they would take bath and enter like that this was a custom so like this many many things are there so many people they tell so why it is there uh, some rules and regulations are there women are not allowed in temple for certain time and these kind of people children are not allowed somewhere men are not allowed to do this thing and uh, so many rules and regulations are there so why all these rules and regulations the place where you are eating honoring prasadam when you get up even though nothing is fallen the culture is with a wet cloth that place has to be cleaned 
So the disciples asked Prabhupada, Prabhupada, nothing has fallen. Why should we clean? So Prabhupada told you, do not, you do not understand. There is subtle contamination. Just like we don't see COVID virus or you know running on our skin, but still we use sanitizers because there is subtle contamination. With our eyes, we cannot see, but contamination, definitely it is there. In a similar fashion, there are very many subtle energies around us which we do not know, just like he gave a practical example that how allopathy does not have any clue, but he got cured out of it. And when he went to that place, simply by visiting that place, that uh, system, it broke down. So thus it is a great science. And I have shared in the past also many such incidents. Another boy who was having kidney stones, simply by using some mantra, the stone came out. And next day report is all clear. So like this, many, many sciences are there in the Vedas, perfect sciences. So already nature has got many, many fine laws inbuilt. We have to understand and abide by those laws. Now we are trying to add something extra in our life, which is not coming from nature. That is not at all required. God has got perfect intelligence. He has given us perfect thing in nature. And sometimes we call few things are not required in nature. In our body, we call some organs vestigial organs. So it is a great mis misunderstanding. There is nothing called vestigial, nothing of no use. Pituitary gland, they were calling vestigial, which is the master gland of the body. Many other glands function because of it. Because you don't understand the function, you tell it is pituitary, it is useless. Pituitary gland is useless, it is vestigial. Now you tell it is master gland. Similarly, you are removing something from the body, telling it has no use. But this is not fact. We do not understand the purpose, but the purpose is there. And the Vedas mention what is the purpose. Similarly, what is the purpose of all the activities which we are doing? The activities are not the cause of happiness or distress. But in what way are you performing the activity? So as we have been seeing, activities for sense gratification, Dukkha Yonaya Evate, they definitely result in misery. If you do any activity to enjoy your senses, which includes the mind. And this is all we have been trained for. That is satisfying the senses. So that definitely brings misery. Now some people come to immature understanding. Okay. The activities and desires bring misery. Let me have no desire. Let me do not do any activity. So that is also not possible. Krishna tells without activity, you cannot even maintain your body. So what kind of activity should be done? So that is why we saw in the Bhagavad Gita. Let us see, do the recap again before we move on to today's shlokas. Yes. So here Krishna is mentioning text number 23. We saw that. Gata Sangasya Muktasya Jnana Vasthita Chetasaha Yajnaya Charata Karma Samagram Praviliyate Krishna is telling Yajnaya Charata Karma Yajnaya Acharataha For the sake of Yajna Yajna means sacrifice and Yajna also means Krishna because sacrifice is ultimately meant for pleasure of Krishna. 
आचरता सो एक्टिंग कर्मा वर्क सो कृष्णा मेंशन the work of a man who is unattached to the modes of material nature who is fully situated in transcendental knowledge merges entirely into transcendence so that work entirely merges into transcendence or spiritual energy that work does not remain material i gave the example the same milk which causes indigestion what is the remedy for milk the same milk is the remedy but in a transformed substance when milk is transformed into curd that curd you take that is the remedy for indigestion or any problems created by milk so the same milk is solving the problem in a transformed manner in a similar fashion all our problems are because of actions which are done for my personal sense enjoyment and i break the laws of nature when the same action is done in accordance with the laws of nature for the satisfaction of krishna for sacrifice for yagya then the same activities liberate a person from all the problems miseries of this life and elevate him to unlimited spiritual happiness and takes him out of the cycle of birth and death that is why krishna tells yagya arthat kuru karmani anetra loko yam karma bandhanah all the action should only be done for yagya for sacrifice so we are very much obliged just like i explained you few laws of nature by practical perception similarly the vedas mention devarshi bhutapt nanam pitranam na kinkaro nayam rini charajan a living entity is very very obliged here all the living entities they want to live here so that they live in peace and the system goes on properly krishna has made a wonderful arrangement so in this arrangement if we take help from somebody we are indebted to that person and we are supposed to return so from which all living entities do we take help here many living entities are there like deva devatas although we do not see the devatas but it is a fact just like we don't see the ministers but because of the ministers we have all the facilities around us right from the computer that we are using the electricity which is powering the computer and uh, the fan that we are using the water we have in our washrooms or in kitchen so behind all these arrangements there are some ministers the roads that we use hospitals that we use education that we have behind everything there is control of ministers everything is being controlled in a similar fashion every affair of the universe the supply of natural ingredients rains and uh, grains all these things are controlled by higher personalities this we are not aware just like an ordinary person an educated person cannot understand about ministers he thinks it is happening automatically somebody comes they make the road they supply water no nothing is automatic behind the automation there is one engineer automation engineer so behind all the arrangements there are higher personalities devatas so we are obliged to the devatas we are obliged to the rishis who have given us this wonderful knowledge to become happy bhuta apta we are obliged to the general living entities every living entity even plants we are cutting the plants but plants are responsible for giving us oxygen without that we cannot live plants are responsible for holding the water water table <clears throat> similarly many other living entities as small as insects they have they play a very crucial part in the ecosystem so we are obliged to all the living entities general living entities 
every living entity is playing a very crucial part in the ecosystem and how much obliged we are to the animals who directly feed us like cows they give us milk mother is giving milk to the child and cow is doing the same thing just like sometimes people are not raised by their biological mothers some stepmother raises is the child not supposed to give respect he should give respect why because even though she has not given birth but the foster father foster mother or stepmother so they have taken the care which a mother is supposed to take so a child who has been raised by any woman he is supposed to give respect honor of a mother to that woman just like krishna was raised by yashoda and nand maharaj but uh, krishna gave all the respects to them even though they were not biological parents in a similar fashion uh, this vedic culture is so nice and we are taught so much to remain obliged just like you are obliged to your mother because mother feeds you the cow is also feeding you with milk so what is this culture that you take milk and when the cow is no longer giving milk you are killing that cow so people do not have any sentiments left this is today's civilization the same animal is feeding you it is giving you milk how much respect you should have so that is why in the vedas there is a concept of seven mothers i will explain some other time so in short the understanding is we are obliged to the animals to general living entities even small insects pitranam we are obliged to the forefathers because of forefathers we are existing now here we have this biological body they maintained their family nicely and then we have got this wonderful body human body in which we can understand spiritual knowledge and get unlimited happiness stop our death this body is very valuable so we are obliged to our forefathers also devarshi bhutapta nranam pitranam nranam means human beings we are obliged to all human beings also because as we discuss all the human beings are doing their duties very nicely some engineer is working round the clock in bombay high and then we are able to produce energy similarly somebody is working in the power station to give us light and other things supply that to us similarly so many living entities they are working somebody is serving very nicely in the cash counter of uh, the departmental store from where we get our grocery needs similarly there is a milkman who is giving us milk there are people who are cultivating farms and we are getting food stuff so we are responsible to so many human beings also so this is vedic culture it is common sense we are obliged to them so we are obliged to all these living entities so that is why in order to come out of this indebtedness the service which we have taken from them we are also supposed to render some render some service sacrifice do some sacrifice for the sake of all the living entities so that is why every living entity is supposed to do yagya or sacrifice if he is not doing that stay in eva saha he is considered thief and thief cannot be happy that is why krishna tells in bhagavad gita without yagya there is no question of happiness in this life or in the next life happiness is not possible because people are not doing yagya properly there is so much misery so all the actions should only be done for yagya for sacrifice for the pleasure of krishna this is the vedic understanding it is not being told you leave the activities but activities should be done for yagya now what is this yagya by yagya we understand generally 
you ignite a fire and then you pour some ingredients into it by chanting some mantras this is called yagya that is one of the yagyas one of the many many yagyas which a living entity a human being is supposed to do what are those things let us see here so this was the last shloka we discussed in the previous class ब्रह्मार्पणम ब्रह्म हवेर ब्रह्मागनाव ब्रह्मनाहुतम ब्रह्मायवतेना गंतव्यम ब्रह्म कर्म समाधिना सो पर्सन हुई कृष्णा कॉन्शियस एवरीथिंग इस कंपलीटली स्पिरिचुअल हिज एक्टिविटीज आर स्पिरिचुअल हिज बॉडीज कंपलीटली स्पिरिचुअलाइज्ड हिज माइंड स्पिरिचुअलाइज्ड हिज स्पीच स्पिरिचुअलाइज्ड एंटायर मैटर ही सीज because actually everything is spirit in illusion we think something is matter another thing is spirit everything is spirit because it is coming from supreme spiritual person krishna so a devotee is completely spiritualized he is brahma pravilyate brahma karma samadhina but some people or rather majority of the people they are not able to follow this kind of sacrifice where the life is completely dedicated to krishna so which actions those living entities are supposed to perform what do they perform that krishna mentions here so let us see first verse of today lord krishna mentions daiva me pavare eva pare yagyam yoginah paryupasate brahmagnava pare yagyam yagye naivopajuhvati so krishna is mentioning some yogis perfectly worship the demigods by offering different sacrifices to them and some of them offer sacrifices in the fire of supreme brahma so what does it mean let us read the purport today we will read purport also if you read translation you cannot make out what is happening here that is why the purports are very very important to give you right meaning as described above a person engaged in discharging duties in krishna consciousness is also called a perfect yogi or first class mystic so we have various yoga yogas gyan yoga karma yoga hatha yoga raj yoga ashtanga yoga bhakti yoga among all the so many yoga systems that we have who is the topmost yogi the person in krishna consciousness why because what is the purpose of all yogas to ultimately reach samadhi what is samadhi constant meditation upon form of krishna within the heart prabhu why you are telling like that perfect yoga means thinking about krishna this is mentioned in sixth chapter so now we are covering fourth chapter we are going to finish soon after this fifth and then sixth in the last verse of the sixth chapter krishna mentions yogi naam api sarvesha mad gatin antaratmana among all the yogis the best yogi is antaratmana within himself shraddhavan bhajate yomam he is always thinking of me and he is engaging in my service so that is why a person in krishna consciousness is the topmost yogi that krishna mentioned to arjuna but there are others also who perform similar sacrifices in the worship of demigods and still others who sacrifice to the supreme brahm or the impersonal feature of the supreme lord so there are different kinds of sacrifices in terms of different categories such different categories of sacrifice by different types of performers only superficially demark varieties of sacrifices factual sacrifice means to satisfy the supreme lord vishnu who is also known as yagya 
all these different varieties of sacrifice can be placed within two primary divisions namely sacrifice of worldly possessions and sacrifice in pursuit of transcendental knowledge so whatever various yagyas we have seen here in this verse and we are going to see in future all these yagyas yagya literal translation in english is sacrifice so all these sacrifices can be divided in two broad categories one is sacrifice of worldly possessions and another is sacrifice in pursuit of transcendental knowledge so many people they sacrifice their possessions and uh, that may not be for knowledge mainly most of the people in vedic times they would do yagya for satisfying the demigods so different demigods have uh, got particular powers and if you want to fulfill your those desires as we have discussed in the past also you want control over a big territory you want nice husband or wife you want to have lot of riches you want to have lot of knowledge influence destroy the enemies and so various desires people have so different rituals are recommended for satisfaction of various devatas <clears throat> so usually those yagyas are called karmakanda yagyas the vedas divide the yagyas in three different portions karmakanda gyankanda and upasana kanda so karmakanda means yagya sacrifice which is done to get some material benefit i am sacrificing now so that in future i may get return and gyankanda means sacrifice in pursuit of transcendental knowledge you are doing the yagya so that you can have transcendental knowledge spiritual knowledge so when a person has sufficiently done karmakanda yagya he sacrifices worldly possessions for the satisfaction of devatas to enjoy in this life or in future life even after attaining them a person is not satisfied and then because he is following the authorities of the vedas he comes across gyankanda portion which mentions he will not be satisfied by sense enjoyment and he has realized that by trying to enjoy very hard by doing these yagya sacrifices a person is not doing yagra yagya he will anyway be frustrated like today's civilization where yagya is very very minimized and then they start doing sacrifices in pursuit of transcendental knowledge and those who are krishna conscious they sacrifice they also will sacrifice the material worldly possessions but everything for the satisfaction of krishna not for personal enjoyment so the yagyas which we usually see there is fire lit and people are offering some oblations for the devatas so this is only one kind of yagya and many other are there who offer sacrifices in the fire of supreme brahm we are brahm spirit soul supreme brahm means the infinite spirit krishna continuously he is emitting spiritual energy from his body and uh, when people want to understand that energy they want to understand the spiritual domain then whatever sacrifice they perform in pursuit of that spiritual knowledge that is called offering sacrifices in the fire of supreme brahm so it means some people two categories are mentioned in this verse they want to enjoy material possessions material richness good birth and there are some others who are more advanced they want to have spiritual knowledge i am not this body so these two kinds of sacrifice are mentioned in this verse which are other kinds of sacrifices lord krishna mentions shotradin triyanyanye sanyag sanyamagnishu juhvati 
शब्दादीन जुहुवती Juhuvati means offers. Sanya means controlled mind. Shabdaadin vishayan anya. The materials are offered in the fire. So here the fire is considered controlled mind. The analogy is given. So the simile is given. If you consider controlled mind as fire, then in controlled mind, what you have to offer? You have to sacrifice your hearing. Do not hear any other worldly subject matter. Sacrifice all your interest. When we read newspapers, we read some novel stories. Uh, J.K. Rowling became richer than the Queen simply by selling the books, having some imaginary character. So we are very fond of reading mundane affairs, watching a lot of news, mundane news, temporary news, and these subject matters a brahmachari is supposed to sacrifice, give up, and here only transcendental subject matter. any controls his senses also the senses have just like the kids now parents think oh let us give our kids all the pleasures that we were deprived of so invest this understanding people followed for some time that let us not make our children deprived of anything let us give them whatever they want and now the children are depressed earlier only elderly people were depressed the youngsters were probably depressed but children were not depressed and sigmund freud gave a philosophy that uh, children do not have something called super ego and because of this they don't come under depression his philosophy got completely smashed and failed children also started falling in depression then people analyze why they are coming under depression because of this illusory concept of life you give anything that the children want and when the child grows up so parents have a limitation you cannot fulfill all demands so he sees the world differently he starts feeling frustrated earlier whatever i wanted before desiring my parents presented me with that thing now if i am desiring something it is not getting fulfilled so he becomes very anxious agitated and depressed so that is why they are telling now please learn to say no to your child he should understand what is the reality of this world whatever you desire things will not happen as per your your plans you have to learn to tolerate by failures by you have to understand desires will not be fulfilled so thus you keep on imagining your ways for making yourself happy for making children happy but the result would be suffering so i was talking to another uh, very successful person in material terms he is passed out of one of the iits when there were only five iits and uh, he had a very good score went to a very good branch then he got very nicely placed in one of the biggest finance firms and then he was uh, he became one of the top men uh, in the country in india in that position and now also he is in very good job very nicely placed and he is telling 
he was in stress so you told why what is the reason and he's very particular very pakka he does his uh, rituals very very nicely and even though he is very busy but he would come and he would do his uh, sandhya vandan very very nicely uh, he has he's been doing it for last many many years many decades so even though he is very very particular in following the rituals the sandhya vandan other things which a brahmana is supposed to do but then he is not happy i told why you are not happy you are having such an amazing career and uh, you have been in one of those colleges one of these companies people they aspire for after passing out from that college and uh, all the top rankers all india rank uh, 1 4 10 and these people would work in that company and he was leading that company so why what is the reason so he tells no prabhu i am not able to satisfy my children why you are not satisfied no i thought i'll send them to the best school of the country and he sent them to the best school that we have in mumbai and the uh, all the super filthy rich people they also send their children to that school now obviously he is working class working class you can never expect to be very rich and now the children are comparing with those standards now what to do <laughs> so those children are dissatisfied he thought my children would be very very happy if i send them to the best school so the children are unhappy and he is also unhappy despite all the external success he has attained whatever people think of so this is how if you make our plans we'll always remain dissatisfied unless we do yagya we sacrifice so how children can be made happy children will be, children will be made happy when they do this yagya mentioned in the first two lines of the shloka shrutra nindriyanyanye sanyag sanyamagnishu juhvati kaga cheshta bako dhyanam so uh, a person a child a student should be very very alert like a crow you have seen kaga cheshta very very alert always looking here and there bako dhyanam he should be very very focused like a crane shwa nidra Shwami's dog Nidra. The sleep should be like that of a dog, always alert. Any time there is a knock on the door, it will start barking. So people keep dogs for protection. So the sleep should be like that of a dog, always in slight sound. You should wake up. Alpahari. He should eat very very less. Grahatyagi. He should not live in house. He should practice detachment, living in Gurukul in jungle, away from the family. In this way, practicing detachment. controlling the senses very very nicely eating when you eat less senses automatically come under control people do not know this science sensual controls happens by controlling the tongue you don't speak nonsense speak just about krishna for advancement of krishna consciousness don't talk about mundane subject matters and taste only krishna prasadam in this way all the senses will come under control because control on tongue is not there people keep on talking unnecessarily keep on tasting things which are not offered to krishna so mind is disturbed senses are not controlled so that is why alpahari this thing is mentioned simply if you regulate your eating all the other senses will come automatically under control so sanyam this control is important and when this control is there the student would be very alert the student uh, will be having very controlled sleep shwanidra and bako dhyanam will have great focus now where are these things in the students they are most distracted he wants to hear some sound and he wants to have something on screen and then he studying also then he sleeping gorgeously whenever he finds time in odd times then he wants to eat everything and anything 
that he wants and parents saying oh let me feed my child very nicely you are spoiling him you are paving the royal road for his depression for dissatisfaction so the child Brahm, brahmachari is supposed to do this kind of yagya shrotra anindriyani the most important is shrotra shruti here why here because books were not there the students were so sharp simply by once hearing they would understand the meaning also they would memorize also there is no need of many times reading bhagavad gita arjuna once heard bhagavad gita he understood we have to read many times and try to understand and we forget also they would neither forget nor they would uh, lack the proper understanding simply by hearing so shrotra is mentioned so now shrotra also means reading so he should dedicate his life for understanding this subject matter spiritual subject matter especially very very nicely and uh, if he is not having that brahmanical traits then he can be educated in other subjects also some basic spirituality is required for all but then if he kshatriya administrative skills martial skills science of military can be taught to him other things can be taught to that person basis is orientation and he should be taught offer the results of your work to krishna and those who are the children who are showing control behavior control mind bright intelligence they should be engaged to understand brahma vidya the spiritual subject matter they should not be engaged in other work but whatever he is doing this he should dedicate his life in controlled mind and hear very very nicely from the spiritual master now when a person has crossed this brahmacharya stage then option is given to that student if you are realize you can continue this path which is the ultimate aim of all living entities self realization if it is not possible shabda adin vishayanandra anya indriyagnishu juhvati other sacrifice objects of senses such as sound in the fire of sacrifice so some of them they sacrifice the hearing process itself they don't want to hear anything don't want to see anything simply uh, spiritual subject matter they control the mind and senses others they they sacrifice sense objects what does it mean this means grahasthas after student life a person is allowed to enter into grahastha ashram now what is the purpose of grahastha ashram it is ashram it is again spiritual life but if tendency of sense enjoyment is still there in the heart it is not gone completely then a person is allowed to enter grahastha ashram if tendency of enjoyment is gone he can continue as brahmachari nastik brahmachari and may eventually take sanyas directly and those who cannot do that you enter into grahastha ashram now you want to enjoy senses also so uh, now what to do so enjoyment of senses is allowed by doing yagya yagya shishtashina santo muchyante sarvakil bishay you want to eat nice things it's okay you offer them to krishna you offer them for sacrifice and yagya shishta the remnants prasadam you take any honor you offer nice things to krishna give gulab jamun samosa paratha or whatever you want to have offer it to krishna yagya means krishna or for sacrifice and then you take it that becomes prasadam and then you can honor it so actually you are cooking for the satisfaction of krishna here sacrifice the objects of senses such as sound in the fire of sacrifice this sacrifice means sacrifice for satisfying krishna senses indriya agnishu here uh, for a brahmachari sanyam agnishu control mind is compared to fire for a grahastha uh the fire is considered indriya senses the senses of supreme lord 
so agrastha should do all the activities only for the satisfaction of senses of supreme lord you want to enjoy music you sing nice bhajan for the satisfaction of krishna in that tune you want to compose and then krishna would be satisfied your ears automatically will be satisfied so somebody may ask no grahastha wants to enjoy his senses if he is always thinking about krishna's senses how can he fulfill his desire no by thinking about krishna actually his senses would be satisfied sing about krishna hear about krishna that is why there are so many dramas these movies we are making now you watch nice drama from these eyes but that drama is krishna leela ram leela krishna's senses are getting satisfied by that drama those who perform those who see those who hear so you are satisfying krishna's senses and when krishna is satisfied your senses also are getting satisfaction in these activities sex pleasure how to use that we have that desire also so yes there are rituals so krishna tells uh, we will see that in the 10th chapter dharma viruddho bhuteshu kamo asmi bhartarshabha dharma aviruddha bhuteshu kamaha the sex life which is not against religious principles that is me i am giving that sense sex pleasure so the sex sex life is also not banned but it should also be done for satisfaction of krishna's senses you produce a nice devotee when you follow the rules and regulations very nicely when you chant certain number of rounds every day 16 rounds and then 50 rounds before conception so the consciousness of the child depends upon consciousness of father and mother at the time of conception so the child would be devotee that is krishna's pleasure so in this way your senses are also satisfied that sense enjoyment is allowed so not like today's methods people are taking pills and mother is killing the child how horrible it is mother is supposed to raise the child and mother is killing the child so kaliyuga is so pathetic so all these things are not required so all these yagyas are ultimate to regulate our senses so krishna has designed so nicely there is no need of artificially controlling the population by taking pills and other horrible measures so krishna has arranged this format when you enjoy the pleasure you have to bear child how many children you can raise automatically the life would be controlled and there is marriage also so person cannot enjoy unlimitedly in this way he is able to control eventually the very strong force of sexual enjoyment thus all the forces of the senses can be controlled and all the forces of senses lead to intoxication a person cannot understand real spiritual knowledge but this process of yagya is so nice krishna senses are satisfied your senses are satisfied and your urges are also controlled and then your intelligence will start working very nicely and understand i am not the body what is the truth of life what is my real happiness so for brahmachari uh, he sacrifices the sense of hearing in the fire of controlled mind and the grahasthas they sacrifice sense objects in the fire of senses of krishna now there are some other people also who do different sacrifices sarvan indriyani karmani pran karmani chapare atma sanyama yoga agnav juhvati gyan deepite those who are interested in self realization gyan deepite in terms of mind and sense control offer the functions of the senses as well as the vital force breath as oblations into the of control mind let us read again what does it mean those who are interested in self realization so brahmachari is getting trained and he is in grahasthashram they may not completely understand self realization there are some people who have understood i have to do self realization gyana deepite i want spiritual knowledge in life which kind of sacrifice they would do 
Sarvanindriyani Karmani. In terms of mind and sense control, offer the functions of all the senses as well as the vital force as oblations into the fire of controlled mind. What does it mean? Srila Prabhupada explains the yoga system conceived by Patanjali is referred to herein. Yoga means you control all the activities of the senses in the fire of controlled mind. So Brahmachari is supposed to control senses, but mainly his work is to hear, hear, hear. And the yogi is supposed to control all the sensual activities. And eventually he should not even move. We have 10 senses, five objects by which you get knowledge, Jnanendriya, five Karmendriyas by which you work. Arms, legs, your voice, vocal cords. Some people call it mouth and uh, rectum and the genitals. So these are various karmendriyas by which the body performs actions. So all the sensual activity should be stopped because the mind is completely controlled. It is in samadhi. And the person is eventually supposed to sit in one place and he would not move at all. Slowly, slowly regulating. He should forgo eating, drinking, moving also. Just in one place he is sitting. You would have seen in Prabhupada books, Bhagavad Gita, the picture of a yogi is there. He is sitting and some creepers are growing on his body. Just imagine how long he would have been sitting in that place that the creepers are growing on the body. And the nails have become so long like that. So he has not moved from that place. And sometimes there would be anthills upon your body. Just imagine if anthill has come upon your body for how many years you would have been sitting in that place, that position. So this is the rigorous process called Ashtanga Yoga. We think in our uh, school, college or room in yoga mat along with others or in stadium on yoga day, we'll do yoga. No, sir. No, ma'am. It is not possible. So this Patanjali Yoga is extraordinary thing, which is not meant for the people of Kali Yoga. Just be there sitting firmly. So all the sensual activity should be completely stopped. Hearing, seeing, speaking, drinking, lying down, relaxing, walking, completely stop. And eventually the breath is also stopped. So very, very uh, tough process. In the Yoga Sutra of Patanjali, the soul is called Pratyagatma and Paragatma. What does it mean? As long as the soul is attached to sense enjoyment, it is called Paragatma. The soul is subject to the functions of 10 kinds of air at work within the body. So there are 10 kinds of air. It is mentioned in the Vedas. This is perceived through breathing system. Patanjali system of yoga instructs one on how to control the function of the bodily's air in a technical manner so that ultimately all the functions of air within become favorable for purifying the soul of material attachment because the airs are not purified the soul feels connected to the body materially attached so all those airs should be purified then the soul will not feel attached to this body and bodily enjoyment according to this yoga system pratyag atma is the ultimate goal pratyag atma is withdrawal from the activities in matter so the soul has been actively involved in matter, activities of matter that is completely stopped and soul relishes uh, meditation upon the super soul within the heart. So external activities are stopped completely, internal it becomes active. The senses interact with the sense objects like ear for hearing, eyes for seeing, nose for smelling, tongue for tasting, hand for touching and all of them are thus engaged in the activities outside the self for common people. They are called the functions of pranavayu. 
the apan vayu goes and these are some technical things prabhupad is mentioning vayan vayu saman vayu udan vayu so ultimately all these air should be purified and he engages all these airs for self realization this is patanjali system it is not for some temporary uh, stress management or other things it is so that person is completely detached from the bodily concept of life he is not at all interested in any of the external activities eyes are closed hearing is closed and the soul is meditating upon the super soul this is sacrifice he has sacrificed all the activities of the senses and the breath in the fire of controlled mind so this is also another kind of yagya just putting things in fire is not yagya a person is following ashtang yoga he is doing yagya of the senses uh, brahmachari is doing yagya of hearing process agrasta is doing yagya of sense objects uh, like this everyone is supposed to do yagya ordinary people they are doing yagya for pleasing the demigods and ultimately a person surrenders completely unto krishna that is called uh, the topmost yoga system the topmost yagya of upasana kand so all these things we will see understand some more explanations and types of yagyas are going to come this we will continue in the next session also so for now let us do the topmost yagya which is topmost yagya can anybody put in the chat box we have discussed before also the topmost yagya few yagya we have seen few yagya we are going to see which is the topmost yagya i have explained couple of times Satyam has mentioned Japa, Amol Prabhu chanting of the holy name, Bhakti Yoga, chanting Hare Krishna, chanting oh, Rishya Prabhu is right, Sandeep is correct. Yes, Krishna tells we will see in tenth chapter Yagya Nam. So just see we have done so many yagyas. You must be wondering, wow, it would have been so nice. Will I get the power to do this Ashtanga Yoga sit in one place, and ants are eating away my body, but I am not disturbed. wow such an amazing thing will i get chance to practice such yoga system you are having a chance to practice much higher yagya than that so this is also one kind of yagya and many other yagyas we have seen but the topmost yagya topmost sacrifice krishna mentions is yagya nam among all the sacrifices yagyas japa yagyo asmi japa yagya chanting of the holy names so just see what an extraordinary process you have got japa yagya we have been blessed with that chanting so let us do this greatest yagya greatest sacrifice now so by this yagyas we advance perfectly very quickly in spiritual life and all the material necessities are also automatically taken care all